Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Riddle me this, ring that bell. My friends, it is time for Hell in a Cell. And I regret doing that and you regret watching. I know we have a very toxic relationship. However, we are but days away from WWE's next pay-per-view premium live event, which is Hell in a Cell. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but it kind of feels like they don't really care. But we do have a bunch of matches to talk about and yes, SmackDown may announce a bunch more, but if I don't record it before that, you're not going to get this video. And also, <laughs> Blue brand better come up with something, because when you go through them all, they barely feature. But we shall get into that when we get into that. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture. Thank you very much for watching. And let's predict Hell in a Cell. And you make sure you do it too down in those comments. So we are getting Theory versus Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship at Hell in a Cell. And I don't wanna be that guy. This has been one of the craziest weird builds ever. Because Ali came back, had some beef with a Miz, then fell out with Theory, then for some reason was battling with Champa. Every time he was done with Champa, Champa just disappeared. We then got the match between Theory and Ali, but because Theory was being a massive dick, he was winning. And then Vince McMahon went, actually, I want to see it again. Why don't you do it a few days' time? So it's almost like this is not the way to do it. And the reason I say that is, I would absolutely love for Mustafa Ali to become the champion, but it just doesn't make sense to do it right now, because sometimes you can just feel it in the air. A certain person or individual has some momentum, but when you do a change, when everyone is just sat here like this, it doesn't mean anything. So I've said it once, I'll say it twice, there's just no momentum here. And dare I also be that guy and suggest that maybe, just maybe, the powers that be are doing this on purpose because of all of the shenanigans that happened between them and Mustafa Ali. So I'd be absolutely stunned if there was a title switch here, especially because it seems like Theory is the chosen one. And I'll also tell you this, coming out of WrestleMania, I was a bit like, oh, hey, maybe we do have something here. And I still think that it's not like we've lit a fire at this. So let's just hope they have a solid match and they can remind everyone how good they are. And after that, I have no flubbing idea. They'll probably do like nine rematches. Point is, theory retained. We are then going to throw some guesswork into the mix, tying into the intro. But I think it seems fair to say that eventually, if not come Friday, we will also announce the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Riddle for the Unified Tag Team titles. And I'm going to be a mess of negative Nancy here, so you do have to forgive me, but I don't get it. Because all the money and all the fun and all the love was with RK-Bro, and now we're doing the same thing but Randy Orton, the most popular guy in the company, 
isn't here, so it just feels like second fiddle. And a large reason for that too is because Shinsuke has been so marginalized over the years, and that's not his fault, but take the Roman Reigns situation. Roman beat the living hell out of him, and how did Nakamura respond to this by going, Roman, I remember what you did, and one day I will get my revenge. One day, go beat him up now. Also, can anybody actually see them winning? Like, it would be so daft to give the Usos both of these championships and then take them away a few weeks later. And also, if you are going to do that, ring up Randy Orton and say, hey, we're going to do a title change and it's going to be so much better with you. So once again, this just feels like filler, which actually could sum up most of the card. And look, I understand they're going to have a good match. I don't want to run that one dry. But everything that WWE has done post-WrestleMania just feels a little bit drab. But the Usos will be victorious and you know that Roman Reigns will not be here because he's off television for a while. And I swear, it's like we're in hibernation at the moment, waiting till SummerSlam. I hope that sun comes out early. We are going to have a six-person tag team match as well because Liv Morgan is teaming up with Finn Balor, who is teaming up with AJ Styles in order to take on the Judgment Day. We don't call them Judgment Day, it's the Judgment Day. Now all this has actually been okay, even if Edge's group do speak like they've never learned the English language properly. But look at everybody that's in here. Edge, brilliant wrestler. Damian Priest, brilliant wrestler. AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan. All of these individuals can go. So if we just give them some time and come up with a really good plan, well, this may be a sleeper hit. I do feel a little bit like it's fallen into wink-wink, nudge-nudge territory because on Raw, our good guys were standing tall, so I presume come Sunday, they're going to lose. And they do have a massive problem here in the sense they're teaming with Finn Balor. And if you've been watching WWE for any length of time, you know two things are true in the company. One, they love to beat Sami Zayn, and two, they love to beat Balor. I do actually get it this time, though, because why the hell would you have Edge's group lose? So he goes out there to recruit people and start this whole new persona, and then he has a big match, and he gets a defeat. You just look at him and like, that was absolutely stupid. And really, the big question and the answer when it comes to Hell in a Cell is who the hell is going to join up with these people? Now, a few fans have started to say, oh, we could add Bailey to the mix and she could make her big return. And while I would be totally down for that, the problem about adding another female is that WWE's women's roster now is so thin, who the hell are you going to put against her? So I'm going to throw a total Hell Mary and say that Champa gets involved with this, which would at least explain why he keeps coming and going from all the stuff with Austin Theory and Mustafa Ali. And I suppose you could even tie all of that in here, because one thing the Judgment Day is going to need eventually is a championship, and if that's not going to be the world one, they're going to have to settle for the US belt. Now I've said that out loud, it actually sounds pretty bad, but I can't change it because we're live, pal. But the point is that the Judgment Day will win. I mean, how dumb do I sound? The The Judgment Day will win. I mean, is that even grammatically correct? Now they've got, I'm doing it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Because it does bring us to Omos and MVP taking on Bobby Lashley in a handicap match. I already get this one. I would assume that Lashley does get the W in order to move on to what I presume is going to be Bobby Lashley versus MVP at SummerSlam. But I'm honest with you, I don't know. And that's a stupid thing to say on a predictions video. Simon, why didn't you do your research? I did. I sat down there for hours and I kept finding myself staring off into the abyss. All of this may have gone on just a little bit too long. So I don't really know why it's still going. I don't know who it's benefiting. And I don't know why Cedric Alexander keeps involving himself in the mix, even though his success rate at the moment is a big fat zero. And you could go the other way as well, because I don't think WWE has anything in the diary for Bob. But what I really do hope is that the plan is to have MVP versus Bobby Lashley in a proper match somewhere down the line, because there is so much history there. Knowing those two guys, how I kind of know those two guys, which isn't a lot, I've just seen them on my television a little bit, I think they do a good job. So what I suppose will happen is that Cedric will come out again, he will cast distraction, Omos and MVP will just jump Bobby Lashley after he has dominated the whole thing, and then we'll get to Raw, this will just continue to go on, to go on, and to go on. Nothing we can do. What I will do is leave you with a drinking game, though. How long after Cedric Alexander does indeed get involved, does he get murked by Bobby Lashley? Because on Raw, I think it took about eight seconds, so I'm going to go for five. And within five seconds, he would have tried something, then I'll end up on the canvas. But just to wrap this up in a nice, neat little package, I'm going with MVP and Omos. And not even I think that's a good idea. Thankfully, Kevin Owens will be here at some point, and I tell you... That man deserves an award, WWE Lucky Rabbit. He will, of course, be taking on Ezekiel, and now it is time to get serious, because I don't care about characters, I don't care about wrestling, I don't care about body slams, I don't care about headlocks, I don't care about tables. If WWE did not have the foresight to record something as Elias that we can use during this match, I am going to be very, very mad. I'm going to get over it in a few seconds because it's just wrestling and it's not worth it. But come on now, it's right there. And this doesn't have to be anything too crazy. The guitarist, blah, 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 just has to appear on the big screen looking like Elias going, Hey, Kevin Owens, you've met my brother, I see. KO has a massive meltdown in the ring. And he gets hit with that weird swinging suplex spinny thingamajig and he loses. And when he comes to, he's like, damn it. I mean, WWE clearly wants to continue this feud and the only way to do it is if we have some sort 
sort of image where Ezekiel and Elias are standing by, side by side. I mean, I mean it. I need this in my life. And yes, I know this would result in Kevin losing, but if anybody can handle a defeat, it is Owens. Honestly, the man is bulletproof right now. All you've got to do is stick a microphone in his hand on Raw, and within about a minute, we'll be like, that is so good. Because if it does just end like every other match, then what was the point of this character anyway? Like, where did it take us to just a random fight that ended in one, two, three? That makes me a sad panda. So I'm going for the W for Zeke, courtesy of Elias Distraction. Think about that until the day that I die. We're also going to have Becky Lynch versus Oscar versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. And I hope they do put it here in terms of the lineup, because that really would be going from the ridiculous to the sublime. Once more, this feud has been all over the place because the original plan was to do Bianca versus Naomi, but we all know what happened with that. Although ultimately, winding up with this triple threat match cannot be a bad thing. Because put your hand up if you think no matter what universe you went to, they would absolutely kill it and stay up. And again, the reason WWE has made it a triple threat is that you go, oh my gosh, Bianca Belair could lose her championship without even being pinned. But there ain't no way we should be doing that. I mean, she lost at SummerSlam and had this massive story in order to reincarnate her at the top of the ladder. If a few weeks later you just went <laughs> and dragged her back down again, well, I'm sorry, but that's a waste of my time. I mean, there is more chance of me turning up on the next video with a mullet, and the only real shame is that when I investigated my tum-tum, I do think Oscar will take the pin here. Now, I wouldn't do it. I would have Bianca Belair pin Becky Lynch again, and then she'd go have a few with Lacey Evans, whatever the hell we're going to do over there, because that means at a future pay-per-view, you can do Bianca Belair versus Oscar one-on-one, and Oscar can be like, well, you didn't pin me, so I want a shot. This is yet another one of those where you're like, man, I don't know what they're going to do after this, but Bianca Belair is winning. We're not even going to entertain anything else because I couldn't handle it. Which brings us to our main event somehow. Now, fair play to WWE because they've shown restraint here and we're only having one Hell in a Cell match on the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Some people go, oh no, we should have loads, but don't do that. The stipulation has been watered down enough and when you throw random feuds in there, well, you may as well turn it into a fountain. I think it's fitting it should be the last match on the show too because they will try and kill each other. And the only issue I have with Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins is that this isn't for the WWE title because the stakes are already massive and they're acting like top guys. Imagine they had given them the top guy belt. Tell you this would have wrong. It won't ruin it either way because these guys have terrific chemistry and it's one of those ones that you can argue either way. Now I think Cody Rhodes should not be beaten for ages because he's only just made his comeback and you can only have your first loss once. However, on the other hand, Seth Rollins is now 2-0 against the American Nightmare. Can he really go three? I'm not 100% sure. You also have the Hell in a Cell, so whichever way you do want to go, you can use that as an excuse. And the main thing we have to achieve here is not to repeat what we did in 2019. We need a very clear winner and we need a very clear loser. And whichever one you want to give that to WWE, just make sure you've got a story plan for the next day. And I really don't think you can get away with a force. So we have to make sure we rubber stamp it here. So I'm going to say that Cody does win. In a few months, he becomes the world champion. And then down the line, we can run this back once more. And maybe, just maybe, Rollins wins. That would rock. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.